0: Y'all, this is where Texas politics gets interesting. Here again are two guys named Jason, some great guests, and cold Texas beer for another smart conversation on Yolitics, the unofficial political podcast of Texas.
1: Hey everybody, uh welcome back for another episode of Yolitics. What a week uh it has been. And it's only uh midweek here. Uh we are still in the Ken Paxton impeachment trial. Uh obviously we are going to um Probably be expecting to do another episode here uh, in the next couple of days just because this thing's moving fast now. Both sides are just about out of their allotment uh, of time to present their cases. We were told by Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick uh, earlier in the week uh, that it looks like Looks like he's the presiding officer there in the Senate. It looks like he says that this will be uh, wrapped up as far as both sides running out of their time sometime Thursday morning. Uh, And then after that, they do their closing arguments. And then after that, the case would go to the senators who are the jurors in this case. Uh, And uh, he says that there won't be any days off after that. So, you know, they would start deliberating perhaps as early as Thursday. If they need Friday, they would do that, too. They would have to work through the weekend if they need more time both days uh, and then into next week as well. Uh, We had planned to bring you a podcast, uh, you know, when we finally get to the point where this is, you know, sort of shutting down and it's being turned over to the senator jurors. Uh, but we wanted to uh, do a special release uh, today uh, because we spoke with Matt Rinaldi. Uh, he is a former uh, representative from Dallas County, a state representative there. Uh, and he is currently the chairman of the Texas Republican Party. Uh, so you know what he says uh, in this state uh, regarding politics uh, carries a, a great deal of weight. And boy, does he have a lot to say uh, about this uh, impeachment trial. And more than that, we're already looking past this impeachment trial with him. And he's got uh, some interesting uh, thoughts about what this means for Republicans in this state and politics in this state uh, potentially going forward. So uh, we've got him on the line here, and uh, we're just going to dive right in. All right. So, you know, as we uh, sit and talk here on uh, what day is it anyway? It's Wednesday, I think. Uh, it, it's I hard to keep remember. track. <laughs> uh, if you're counting right now, I mean, we we know that the prosecution and the defense are running out of time uh, to present their cases. They were given a pretty tight 24 hours total each. Uh, if you're counting right now, how do you see this vote going, Matt?
0: I think he's going to be acquitted uh, at the beginning of trial. I didn't know what we were going to see. I know the House had promised they had all of this evidence of horrible acts by Ken Paxton that was going to surprise us and shock us. Um, so I was ready for that. And I still thought they probably had the votes to acquit because I don't think it probably rose to the level of impeachment. But after seeing what the House managers have produced, I'm actually shocked at the lack of evidence. I mean, this is an absolutely pathetic case that I've seen. There is zero evidence of, of any bribery or, or anything else. And, and they've in the case in chief, their own witnesses have repeatedly admitted that they had no evidence when they went to the FBI. So I don't see Ken Paxton being acquitted. I, I don't think the evidence is there.
1: You do see him being acquitted.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I do see him being acquitted.
1: Um, don't don't I, like
0: uh, clip that weird.
1: No, no. Yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> want to put words in your mouth. but I was like, wait, I, no, I, I totally I, understand I what saw, happened I'm there. Saw. No, no, no. Uh, and, and, and so I want to ask, do, do you think it'll be a lopsided vote?
0: You know, I, I don't think it'll be lopsided. Uh, I don't think I think all the Democrats will obviously vote to convict him. Um, I think probably a, a few Republicans will. Um, but I think I, I, I think he'll be acquitted by, you know, a few votes if I if I had a you know, look at my crystal ball.
1: Yeah, and I hate to ask you to pull out that crystal ball because this is such a live question, and I think even the the most insider of insiders right now, you know, g- can't completely predict you know the things that'll unfold. Uh, let's game this out both ways since we are talking about it on a Wednesday, and and they haven't finished yet. Uh, what happens after this impeachment trial is over? If, and again, big if. Ken Paxton is convicted. And, and when I ask what happens, I'm asking intraparty here within the GOP because there's been a split here uh, over this uh, impeachment. What happens intraparty if he is convicted?
0: I I, I honestly think you're gonna see an all out Republican civil war over the next few months if he is convicted. Um, you're looking at one of the most popular statewide office holders in the Republican party, one election with 70% of the vote just this past year. I mean, it hasn't even been a year yet since he's been sworn in. Um, and what is being perceived uh, as a Democrat-led and in, in establishment Republican-led effort to undo that election will not be taken lightly. I think if he is acquitted, at least there's a chance uh, that uh, people have short memories and could come together in the next election and unite against Democrats as we should have been doing all year anyway.
1: Uh, does that Republican civil war, if he is convicted, does that spread beyond Texas?
0: Uh, this has gotten legs nationally. Um, I, I think, I think it'll be focused in Texas because we're the most affected by it. Um, but I certainly think, uh, it will have national attention.
1: So you you touched on this just a moment ago. If it goes the other way, which is the way you expect it to go, where Ken Paxton would be acquitted here. um, Do you think that by the time we get to the next primary, will there be forgiveness within the party? Uh, Will it just be chalked up to, hey, we had differences of opinion. Some voted for impeachment. Some voted against. Uh, Let's move on. Let's unite here. Do you see that really playing out that way? Or is it going to be a season of revenge? I I, I think it's,
0: obviously going to be an issue in the primaries. Um, however, I think people would be, or voters uh, would be more, more likely to put it behind them more quickly if if he is, of course, acquitted. Um, you know, it, it obviously will be an issue in the primaries. Um, and I, I think what's also going to be an issue is the Speaker of the House and the leadership of the House. Because if Ken Paxton's ultimately acquitted, what Dade feeling put his devoted followers through is absolutely unforgivable. I mean, he forced them to impeach. He whipped votes to impeach on a record that he knew had no evidence. And he didn't present any evidence in the House. He said, trust me, we have the evidence. We'll prove it in the Senate. We got to the Senate, and he made everybody who voted for this impeachment look bad. They need new leadership, and I think they know it.
1: Matt, as you know, uh, leading up to the impeachment trial, uh, Ken Paxton, you know, has has been pretty quiet. He's had to be. You know, there's a gag order in the case. Uh, but he did speak to supporters the weekend before the trial began, and he said, let's clean house. Uh, he, he was there in Collin County, which is home, of course. Uh, he says, let's clean house. Uh, and and I was curious about that because in the House of Representatives, uh, the uh, if you just break it down to the Republican vote, sixty Republicans voted to impeach, twenty-three uh, voted against impeachment. That's more than two-thirds uh, of Republicans in the House. Uh, do you see a, a lot of those members being vulnerable uh, in the next elections? And and do you think that that, that Republican voters will clean house?
0: Yes, I, I I do see uh, many of those members being vulnerable in the next primary, and I think Republican voters are very galvanized around this issue. You know, it, it's September, so you don't often hear people talking about political matters except for the people who watch your show, right, or 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 hang out with us. And uh, you know, I went to a parent-teacher event last week, and. I had three or four people come up to me who aren't involved in politics and just say, you know, I'm a Republican voter and this Paxton thing, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> um, so it's trickling down uh, outside of just the political followers to the general population. And I do think it's gonna be an issue.
1: Matt, have you had any conversations with any of the Republicans in the house who who did vote to impeach? And And if you have, how have those conversations gone?
0: I haven't talked to anybody who has voted to impeach about the trial um, specifically, um, you know, have, haven't, haven't really been talking about it with them. I've talked with some of the people who voted against impeachment, um, and I know what they were saying is this is just what we were afraid of. The reason why you have processed, the reason why you present evidence in a House impeachment is to prevent something like, like is currently happening in the Senate from going on. And that's basically presenting a case and finding out that all the evidence you were promised just wasn't there.
1: Let's say we do get into a pretty contentious primary uh, for a lot of these members who did uh, vote to impeach. Uh, we've already seen at least some rumblings that that, that could be happening on uh, with some of these seats. How would the state party get involved in 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 those instances, Matt?
0: So we generally, as a state party under our rules, don't get involved in primaries unless uh, there's a censure uh, by a county party that's then ratified by the state party executive committee. Um, there's currently censures pending for uh, Representative Murr, Representative Phelan that the state party executive committee will be voting on. Uh, there may be more coming up for people who voted for the impeachment if if. If Ken Paxton's ultimately acquitted, I don't know. So if they are censured, we can spend money against them as a state party. Uh, We do not get involved if there is no censure, although I might personally get involved in some of those races.
1: I want to ask you about former Congressman and, uh, of course, former Paxton uh, opponent Louis Gohmert, uh who wrote that op-ed this week or, or last week. Everybody's been talking about that. I wanted to get your thoughts about it. Uh, he said conservatives in Texas, you know, are viciously, you know, sort of coming after each other. And he thinks that that puts Texas in jeopardy for twenty twenty four. And what he means by that, of course, is you know, Republican control in Texas in jeopardy in twenty twenty four or, you know, he's you know, assuming that that might suppress the vote somehow or or, or that sort of thing, I guess. Uh, what are your thoughts about what he said there? I, I I think
0: he's right. I just think his conclusion was wrong. Uh, I do think it puts Republicans in jeopardy for twenty twenty four uh all of this Republican infighting that's been caused by this impeachment um the the solution to that was Republicans shouldn't have impeached their statewide office holder who just got reelected based on no evidence um so uh, I do think it it does have a danger of affecting 2024 that's why this whole thing was so stupid on the part of House Republicans
1: now you say that you think he drew the wrong conclusion uh talk a little bit about that he says you know i'm assuming that you're talking about the part where he said that the texas attorney general uh is dividing and destroying his party and his state uh those are pretty strong words
0: yeah i mean he's blaming it on his former opponent and having been in many elections before i've seen it time and time again sometimes people come out of contested primaries with hard feelings and i think this is this is one of those cases um, you know, there are a lot of Paxton supporters who voted for for Lou, Louie Gohmert um, and are now supporting Ken Paxton. And I think seeing through it with a clear lens when you haven't been through a campaign, it, it isn't Ken Paxton that's dividing the party. It's the individuals who impeached him with no evidence.
1: So is this a moment, uh, you know, if this split continues, uh, as you said, if it gets worse, uh, especially, is this a moment for Democrats? I mean, they haven't had a a lot of hope uh, as far as statewide office in Texas anyway, for a very long time. Uh, Is this a moment for them?
0: Um, You know, I I think it's an opportunity that they can capitalize on to make um, to make gains that they wouldn't have made if this hadn't happened. But I think with every statewide office holder who's a Republican in Texas winning by double digits last election, Texas becoming more red last election than the election before it, uh, and sweeping every statewide office for the last 30 years, I think Democrats have a long road to go before Texas becomes a hope for them.
1: Uh, do you feel like you're in an uh, awkward position or a tough position here? Because, I mean, you are at, at the head of the state Republican Party. Uh, you obviously have very strong feelings, uh, anti-impeachment uh, in- feelings here. You know that there are, are you know quite a few Republicans who obviously had strong impeachment feelings. Do you feel a need? to bring these two sides together? Do you feel the need to try to heal the party uh, as the leader of, of the state party? Or do you think, yeah, we're too far apart on this and, and, and you're just gonna have to go your own way and we're gonna have to go our own way?
0: No, we we do, we do need to heal the party and I absolutely do feel a need. Our, our first effort, my first effort to do that was at the beginning of this session um, when we had an effort to convince the speaker of the House and House leadership to uh, stop appointing Democrats to chairmanships and form a Republican coalition in the House, like the Senate has done. Um, and the Speaker rebuffed us in those efforts and instead decided to share leadership with Democrats. And what we were saying then is in this era of prosecuting your political enemies, which Democrats are doing to Donald Trump, doing to Ken Paxton, doing to Donald Trump's lawyers. We can't find common ground with the other party in leadership. So just appoint Republicans to leadership, form a Republican coalition. Um, and we're seeing the product of not doing that. Uh, this was a deal made with Democrats to hand over the attorney general. And it was a deal made when uh, that power sharing agreement was reached. Um, so we as a party are trying to bring Republicans together so that Republicans can actually control the state where they've won every election in the last 20 years.
1: But we're looking at an interesting primary season ahead, probably. Yeah. To say the least.
0: <laughs> to, to say the least, yes.
1: <laughs> Matt, thank you uh, so much for taking the time. Really appreciate your uh, your thoughts.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right. So uh, some strong words there from the Texas, uh, the chairman of the Texas Republican Party. Uh, as you heard there, him saying that if this impeachment trial leads to a conviction of Ken Paxton, that would, of course, require a number of Republican votes to get there, assuming that all 12 Democrats in the Senate uh, vote to convict. Uh, He says that if it leads to a conviction, there would be an all out civil war in the Republican Party here in Texas. Uh, it certainly does uh, raise the stakes. It's not um, something that I think uh, a lot of people hadn't already thought of perhaps happening anyway. But to hear it come from the chairman of the state Republican Party uh, is uh, pretty extraordinary. Uh, at any rate, uh, thanks for listening. This is just a little bite sized uh, nugget that we wanted to pass along to you today uh, as we've been you know, collecting and gathering and, and covering the trial here in Austin. From our Yolitics headquarters, uh, which has changed, by the way, you'll notice the background changed behind me because we got moved out of our other headquarters because of a bad water leak. So we've relocated. Uh, At any rate, uh, we will be back with you uh, probably sometime in the next couple of days here as uh, this thing winds down and we see where this impeachment trial goes and what might happen after. Thanks for uh, listening once again and uh, look out for another episode in the days ahead.